It is Wednesday, my dudes. Yeah, and we are live. Welcome back to the Wednesday Pull List. If you're new here, my name is Lex. And I'm Simon. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to be your host this evening or morning or afternoon, whenever you listen to this. Uh, what's up, Simon? How much, man? Just uh, another day in paradise, you know? Yep. yep. If you didn't know, we had a lot of fun. Simon came to visit uh, the beautiful city of Austin, Texas last week, and we had a grand old time. Mm-hmm. We did see some cool spots, man. Like that, uh, I gotta go back. To, I haven't been to that Austin comic book store um, since like I first moved down here. They didn't have those, you know, vintage toy stores and stuff like that when I went. Yeah. So it, that was a lot of fun. I gotta go back. Yeah, that place was really awesome. We pretty um, much spent most of Friday there. I could have taken more time. Yeah, I could have been sure. there all day. Yeah. But- same that's why i didn't really look at anything i didn't touch anything i was just like nah i'm not even gonna not even gonna get sucked in (laughs) like a slippery slope yeah but yeah it was uh it was way too much fun way too uh, much fun as uh two 30 year old plus yeah mid 30s i think it's uh, pretty close to (laughs) almost yeah (laughs) pretty close (laughs) can't really handle the booze no more not like that man especially like we, overest- of wine. we overestimated the cheap wine. Mm. It 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 really, really hurt my head. Kind of snuck up on me, really, because I was like, that didn't even do anything. And Same. By- <laughs> I'm just the same way. And then I look at the clock and it's, uh, somebody was like, it's 5 a.m. And it's just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to wake up early tomorrow. Then it, uh, all, then it all hit me all at once. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but other than that, great time. It was a great time. Next time we'll have to get someone to take pictures of us so we have some candid <laughs> yeah. Ah! yeah, just <laughs> screaming at each other. We just hire we just need to hire a photographer to hang out with us every time we hang out. I might be in town at the end of the month in, in Wichita, but we'll see. I don't know. Cool. Yeah. That's a long that's a long drive. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to make it. My wife's trying to talk to me. Well, she's she's saying we're going, so I assume that. I have no real say in that. Right. Yeah. It's nice to think that you have a uh, will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll be there. So that'll be fun. Um, What's going on in the news world? I have some notes. We're going to go into our trending topics now, folks, since we got all our pleasantries out of the way. And again, it's not like every week where it's usually I haven't seen some in, in, for so, in a week or so, but I, I saw them a few days ago. So. Yeah. Now we're tired of each other. <laughs> I don't miss them as much as I usually do. Yeah, it's like uh, spending the uh, spend the night, you know, at your friend's house or yeah. like a weekend, and you're like best friends, and then by Sunday you're like, oh my yeah. god, get out of my house! Hey mom, can you pick me up? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not at all. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna start this trending topic section off with something I saw today that I thought was really interesting. Uh, I've been hoping something like this was gonna happen: a reboot for the Power Rangers franchise. In, which is going to be film and TV connected together is coming from the creator of Netflix Netflix's it's the end of the effing world show which I haven't watched I've heard good things about it um no I've seen it <clears throat> I am just more excited that they're getting someone that's not like uh I feel like the Power Rangers seasons every year are just made from executives that don't really care and, and uh, to say care and like it's a, it's about a tv show you know about mm-hmm. people that dress up but they don't really care about that they just care about the very young demographic 
uh, and they just want to sell toys. Yeah, and the very old demographic now, apparently. <laughs> well, see, the very old demographic wants wants it to be like an actual story and show and not like a monster of the week kind of thing because the Boom Studios book was so good. Yeah. And not only did it hit like all the nostalgia and everything that people have, but it was actually a good story, like a comic book that stood on its own. Mm-hmm. So people have been wondering like, hey, it's kind of a waste, especially when Hasbro bought them uh have a little bit more money i assume and so i was wondering if they were going to put it i've always thought that it should be an animated series animated show animated movie like into the spider-verse yeah i just feel like they can do way more because you pump pump a bunch of money into the cgi and you got a movie that the one that came out in 2015 which i did not hate that movie yeah but they tried to get they tried to go too far one way with it it yeah. would have been better if they just when I look at the designs of the suits and like the Zords now, I'm like, oh, how could little, I ever yeah, it was much. It was way too much. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm excited about that. Uh, I'm with you. I would like to see anime. I think it would be cool. Um, even if they did it kind of like Voltron was like that. The new Voltron, yeah. Netflix Voltron was great. Uh, oh man, it's so good. So it'd be great to see something. I mean, even watching the super sentai series like the original japanese series mm-hmm. that they're they're they come from those are great i mean yeah. they're a little cheesy at times but they're not as cheesy as i feel like power rangers is no they're not they have a more of a cohesive story though rather mm-hmm. than just like like i said like monster of the week where it's just like oh we're kids at school the monster attacks we beat it up there's actually like a the story Don't that do goes drugs through, guys <laughs> that goes through the season so with someone that is actually a creator of something that you know they they care about, I imagine, and especially if it's going to be connecting the movies and TV show, because even the old the movie that came out, the first movie back in the day, which I loved, you know, yeah, I, I saw it in theater, I still enjoy it. Even that, you know, you assumed it had all the characters from the show in it, but the show didn't really. No, it wasn't connected at all. They did like some hodgepodge three episode series to kind of like do a bootleg version of the movie. Right. Like where Ninja comes in and that's how mm-hmm. they get the ninja suits rather than that weird lady with the whistling the, rock. Yeah, the naked lady <laughs> just on that yeah. lived by herself on that island. And <laughs> which whatever, whatever you had to do for the show, I guess. I remember being let down as a kid, like, oh man, I just watched this movie and you assume that this is gonna translate to the show, but you obviously as a kid you don't realize that none of this actual power ranger footage is anything that they're they're creating the side stories just to cut into this show that came out in the Mm. 80s yeah when i was a kid i thought that um because it was fox 18 and here in in our hometown there was like well not your hometown whatever anyway not not gatekeeping anyway (laughs) there was yeah there was this fox 18 studio and I remember thinking, like, that's where they film it. That's yeah. where they film Power Rangers. And there's, like, this big grain elevator. And I'm like, that's part of the city skyline where they film. I would always try to figure out the locations. <laughs> I, I I, am the same way. Same thing with Beetleborgs. I just thought it was all there, all in the same area. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm like, where is that house? I know I've seen it before. Dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, i'm excited about it like i said hopefully with someone that actually is not looking at it from this point of solely selling toys um mm-hmm. because now hasbro knows 
they're going to obviously make money. They're just going to recreate all the old toys from the nineties. They don't need to create the show to sell the toys. Right. You have people, you have grown ass men our age and older that will buy toys that, I mean, I look at it every time I go there. I almost talked my wife into buying that morpher set a few weeks ago for my son. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I, I got, uh, I got whatever the Beast Morpher or whatever the new series I think is. Mm-hmm. And there's one on there that's like gold. Mm. He's got like the beetle thing. Did I you w- get him? I went ahead and got him. He reminded me a lot of uh, the, um, not Masked Rider. What's the common Rider? Common Rider Black when he turns yeah. into the gold form. <clears throat> yeah, just because he doesn't have the the weird lips on his face. And he's got weird. the beetle thing. Uh, I kind of like it though. I mean, when I look at like this old helmet that I've got, it's kind of cool. I like uh, it. Uh, I like that for the same reason. Like, um, I, and I think I like those series because I'm a Common Rider fan as well. And mm-hmm. same reason why I like Beetleborgs is yeah. because I, maybe I like bugs. I guess because <laughs> same thing. It's a Beetleborgs is a really bad show. I tried yeah. to rewatch it uh, numerous times. Even my son, who loves Power Rangers and and loves Common Rider, is like, this is dumb. Like there's the kids that are superheroes, just like Power Rangers, but then there's also like monsters, Frankenstein, and all those, <laughs> all yeah. those lava gas, yeah, yeah, and all those guys in it. Totally terrible side tangent. I'm excited about this. Um, I don't know if that means that it's going to be a show and then they do some kind of big event as the movie. Because mm. I, I know at one point last year or this year or this year so long. Earlier this year, they talked about um, the original cast coming back together to do something. So I don't know if they're going to do which they're all like fat and they're all like not good actors, really. <laughs> so, no. Yeah. So I don't no. know if that'd be good, but they talked about the original cast coming back to do something. So we'll we'll see. That's enough power to talk. That'll probably be the old Green Ranger playing Lord Dracon or whatever that character They're is. probably definitely going to do that. There's... That I would see. I just and again, that's why I think they should do it animated because they can do that entire series with you know the thousands of Power Rangers or whatever, and they don't have to worry about these guys being you know fifty years old and old or homophobic or whatever. Yeah, terrible actors. <clears throat> I don't know. We'll see. And <laughs> something I thought was cool: Marvel announced that Marvel Unlimited, their digital comics platform, will be start will start offering their digital versions uh, of their new releases three months after they come out in the stores so mm. right now they've been doing six months yeah so that's pretty cool i mean three months is not that long there's honestly like some books that i'm kind of interested in here here lately i've just been collecting old books i do have a certain uh pull that i get from for new books but a lot of the stuff i just wait for trade like oh yeah that's kind of interesting but i'm just gonna wait till it comes out on trade and i'll spend you know 10 bucks and get the whole story right and it looks good on my shelf Looks good on the shelf. Rather than just a bunch of single issues that I'm never going to resell because, let's be honest, I don't resell the books that I have that are worth money. So so the books that aren't worth anything, I'm probably never going to resell either. Yeah. So <laughs> I thought that's pretty cool. I, I, I imagine it's because of the, you know, coronavirus is kind of pushing everybody to digital. You know, Disney said they were going to start focusing more on streaming than actually like big budget movies. So makes sense. I mean, yeah. That's the way it's going to be. And we don't know when the coronavirus is going to end. So, yeah, definitely not. The clock's not going to strike 12 on December 31st. It's not just going to disappear. 
Probably after the election, it's probably going to stop. It's Everybody just, keeps saying that. It's probably just going to disappear. <laughs> it just goes away. Yeah, I think that would be great. I would like that because I'm tired of it. Yeah. If so if some magical way that it could be, you know, gone, I would appreciate that. I wouldn't even ask any questions. I wouldn't care if they were just like, yeah. "Hey, man, it's gone now." I'd be like, "Thanks." We, we uh, unplugged the simulation and plugged it back in. So <laughs> yeah, we're all we, good. yeah, we blew on it like an old Nintendo uh, <laughs> cartridge. Oh man. Okay. So speaking of comic books, last so I've been really excited about this uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles last Ronin book that's supposed to be coming out. It's supposed to come out in September. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's written by Ke- Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, so they're coming back to do this book. It's a uh, it's uh, set in the future. There's only one turtle left. He's wearing all black. You don't really you can't tell who it is. So it's a big mystery. Um, and he's going to get revenge for his brother's death. That's all we really know about it. It looks amazing, and to be honest, I I usually buy anything Ninja Turtles, so I was going to buy it in either way. I reserved it on the LCS. Uh, I was going to get multiple copies just because I do. Like when Tur- Ninja Turtles Power Rangers came out, I bought like four copies of it just because I got variants and things like that. They announced today that there were they got a hundred and thirty thousand pre-orders from comic book stores, so they are already going to second print which is leading a lot of people to believe that there isn't like an overabundance of that first print run going to be out. Hmm. So in fact, a lot of, not a lot, but some comic book stores like where you can get them online or whatever are selling that first print regular uh, cover at $50 already. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a a comic book store. I can't remember. I think it's a to Z. They had 20 copies that their store pre-ordered or whatever uh they sold they were selling all 20 of them for 50 and they're all gone my comic book shop is not doing that they don't ever do that they don't ever try because you know some stores will go on ebay and see what people are listing it for and then they'll sell it for that yeah there has been times that they've done that like with speaking of the ninja turtles and power rangers variants they had a lot of cool variants and i got all of them or all the basic ones that had the turtles holding the power rangers helmets yeah all the regular yeah. basic ones i got but they had some cooler ones that was like uh, Shredder holding the Green Ranger helmet and things like that, which mm-hmm. were like a, a limited run. And I almost bought, I almost bought that one. I don't know if you remember me telling you. Yeah, we were there, and my wife was like, "Just go ahead and get it. I know you want it." And I was like, ah, "How much is it?" And they were like sixty bucks. And I was like, "I don't want it that bad." Yeah, <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I don't want it that bad. And so I never did. Luckily, my store doesn't do it with books like this. Like they will with some of the <laughs> variants that come out. I'm sure will be more expensive because they're way right. way small, like 450 uh, limit on them and stuff like that. I just thought it was cool. Not cool. I thought it was crazy that they're going to second print already. Yeah, it's interesting. I find it interesting with comic books. It seems like you know the the really old ones will sell for astronomical prices, but it yeah. seems the same. You know, we had a discussion about Beanie Babies this weekend. Yeah, that they may not be they they might be worth a lot later or they might not be worth anything like all that value may be right now like right now right now yeah it is a weird game it's a gambling game so a lot of times uh same thing with like marvel or dc books when movies are announced people buy up and this the prices just skyrocket on all these books but it's almost like you have to you you should have had that book already and then this is the time that you sell it because mm-hmm. in a few years it doesn't matter you know what i mean yeah so it's like how i buy figures i'm like yeah. damn 
I didn't want, I couldn't convince myself to get that then. And now I'm paying, yeah. you know, 40 bucks for a Marvel Legends. Now I, I personally like having first appearances of characters. Uh, so for me, it's not, it's more of a collecting thing rather than me trying to flip a book or, you know, something like oh, that. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but some people aren't in it for that. Some people are in it just to try to buy it for cheap and then sell it at the height of its popularities. I'm just, I'm too lazy for that game. Yeah. <laughs> way, way too lazy so i think it's cool but it's also you know people with ninja turtles specifically people are weird about it because like that first very first ever ninja turtle they only printed like three thousand of that mm-hmm. number one first run and those are just an insane price you know eighty thousand up up to a hundred thousand uh, dollars even the second printing which they printed way more of which usually is way less even those go for six thousand dollars all the way up to the fifth printing those are expensive you know we saw the second printing uh this weekend which i got my eye on i'm, I'm gonna try to get it but damn yeah damn that's a lot of money <laughs> i could I, i've never paid that much for it, but i've paid a lot of money for comic books but that's a that's a lot of money so yeah we'll see we'll see if i ever do it um move it on to, be, to more. Be in that cart forever yeah right i'm just like hey do it. it's put it on my way i'll slowly pay it off dollar dollar per month yeah right um one thing that i thought was interesting it's not any official news or anything like that but marvel and dc comics have teased a uh, crossover at the end of doomsday clock there's a big a big event where you know after superman and dr manhattan fight they make this announcement on like superman fighting a you know giant green monster from another universe and just like all these other kind of alluding to a crossover with marvel dc and they called it um the secret war not secret war something like that some kind of some kind of big war that they're teasing and so people have been wondering like is it going to happen i was a big fan of what happened in the 90s i have almost every issue a single issue of that run and i personally like to collect crossovers so weirdly the crossovers aren't even that expensive but even they don't do them anymore but like i i I don't have any of the old ones like the the first Batman and uh, or the first Superman and Spider Man, which I want, but I don't have any of those. But I, I still like to collect the crossovers because they don't do it often. So for me, it's a rare thing. On those, um, and I, I don't think I've read any of those. Are they more of? I don't like the versus ones where it's like JLA versus Avengers or whatever. To me, it's just kind of silly because the. Yeah powers aren't really analogous but i do like i wouldn't mind seeing a team up i think that's cool yeah sometimes they are you know they have um they have the, the typical thing you know the heroes fight because they don't understand yeah who's this guy who looks nice yeah and then they team up which this happens a lot like when batman beat the crap out of the incredible hulk like you said that doesn't make sense Prep but time. but he did <laughs> but he did and, and then they ended up teaming up so um donny cates the guy that wrote god country uh hmm. the guy that wrote a ton of things um i haven't heard of that book a ton of things what's it about yeah it's about a lot of stuff <laughs> he's also currently writing venom and just and thor he's just he's he's a hot he's on a hot streak right now he's uh, he's really popular and then scott snyder a few people know him they have talked about wanting to do a team up or wanting to team up to do a, a crossover which i think that would be the best situation yeah two very popular creators if you, yeah if you get some good writers behind it i think it'd be great it wouldn't yeah. be just some hodgepodge like deal 
Yeah, because Marvel vs. DC in the 90s was hodgepodge. It was the story is bad. <laughs> but it's like it doesn't happen very often. So it's you know, it's good to see. Yeah. Especially me being a kid and like being it being early 90s and watching all those characters fight and then team up and and then amalgam comics where they combine all together. That was the coolest thing. I mean Yeah, I, I love amalgam. Yeah, that's I need to start collecting those. Um, let's see. Next up on the list we earlier this week. They announced, DC announced DC Future State, which completely blow, blew me away. I am a sucker for future versions of characters and um, like anything like that. I'm just a sucker for it. And this, it was illustrated, a lot of the promo stuff was illustrated by one of my favorite artists right now, Dan Mora. And it just blew me away. I spent all day looking at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you? I sent you all this stuff too, right? Oh yeah, it looks awesome. Um uh, I was sold on those. Uh, the concept art alone, yeah, really had me had been going. So earlier this year, DC announced um, that they were going to do this thing called Five G, which they were going. It's going to be they're going to usher in a new era of DC. Some of the older characters are going to take a backseat to newer people taking up the mantle. So like Luke Fox was going to be Batman. Well, you um, got to be careful with that Five G. That's how you get the, the Rona, man. It yeah. really grows it. That's, that's why, why they took. That's probably they canceled it. Yeah, and and you know, Superboy, Connell, and then John Kent were going to be both Superman, and they're just going to do all these new things. But you know, fans, as we talked about before, they always want to change until <laughs> they change something. So it was like an uproar on like, how could you do this? How could you change all these characters? It's going to be terrible. I can't wait for it to you know not sell anything. And so DC got cold feet and they pulled it. And well, it looked that. like they weren't going to do anything about it. They looked like they were just going to scrap that idea. Uh, death metal is a big, crazy event that's going on right now. It's kind of like shattering the norm. And this event, Future State, looks like it's going to spin out of that. And hmm. they're going to halt all their titles in January. So all their ongoing stories are going to stop. And then they're going to do Future State for January and February, which is going to be like a which is it's it makes sense it's a future story so it's just it, they can write it as a possible future of dc it doesn't have yeah. to be set in stone that's what i like about it and a lot of people <clears throat> are pretty mad about it um some people are a lot of people are are it's split i think um you know what they should do is that um they should take old storylines they should do this do this future thing change it uh-huh. then go back and re-illustrate old storylines for all these old heads that get pissed off about this yeah. new stuff be like here so, you can you can buy that it's so weird man it's so weird and I, there is one thing that i was like come on guys that i don't like that but i also am, am like i don't i haven't read it yet this is basing my opinion off of a cover uh mm-hmm. it's wally west they don't know how to write wally west they made him evil for death metal and they had kind of like a spoiler alert had kind of like a redemption thing and then it looks like they're going right back into making him evil. They're saying he's like the spirit of famine or whatever. But mm. then again, I don't, I don't really care because not the biggest Wally West fan. He is my favorite Flash, but you just you just need a guy that can run fast. You don't really need. They're all, <laughs> yeah. they're all the same. Who's uh, you? All right. Yeah, they're all the same. So I'm really excited about it. Specifically, uh, I think Batman looks great. Uh, it looks like Superman, the regular Superman, is going to get like a Planet Hulk type story. Which mm. is my favorite Hulk story, which I oh, think it fits it fits Superman. Legit. Yeah. And 
Batman is going to Bruce Wayne is going to become a character called Dark Detective. I don't know if that's going to be his real name or if it's just the title of the book, uh, where he kind of kill. I think he kills off Bruce Wayne, the identity, and then dives deep oh. into being like a Batman type character, while mm-hmm. a new Batman takes over the actual Batman title. Uh, so that's cool. There's a new Wonder Woman, even though Wonder Woman's still alive. There's a new Wonder Woman that's cut. Her book is called uh, Immortal Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. Interesting because she has on Batman's belt and then something about Superman. I can't remember what it was. It's song. So, yeah, I'm interested to see who, who you know what that is because the new Wonder Woman is a South American chick, which looks great. Mm. Lots of cool. There's a lot of cool characters in it. I'm Brazilian. Excited. Yeah, Brazilian. It's got booty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited to see what these new characters uh, look like. For the, like you said, the the character designs just blew me away, man. Yeah, they're yeah. I'm like I said, I'm sold. Um, yeah. I just I so one thing I hate about stories like this is that okay, if this is a future story, it can't be that far into the future because Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent, you know, they're still yeah there <laughs> bruce looks a little old like they both look older but mm. it's not that far the story i mean because like, i mean nightwing's still in it red hood cassandra kane looks a little older so sh- so it can't be that far into the future like you said yeah i mean it's still cool and i'm yeah and if luke fox is bad man luke fox is a you know a grown-up right now so it couldn't be you know you're not gonna be like old man luke fox yeah i don't think they want to touch erasing yeah. terry mcginnis who gives a fox? I think um, they want to. I think they want to keep Terry McGinnis in the future, future, and let his world be. Even though they canceled his book, like idiots. Oh man. Um, but I mean, people don't read it. People, this this is just a weird year, though. You know what I mean? Right. Um, if they made it more available for, you know, I've had this complaint a lot about DC Universe. If yeah. they made some of these titles more available. I want to sing their prayers so much and I try, I do. I try to have DC's back, especially when it comes to DC universe. But like when we were reading, we reviewed DC's last week, if you didn't catch last week's episode and it was cool because it's a book that's on DC universe. Obviously Simon and I share custody of that and I don't pay child support, but uh, (laughs) just like my dad, (laughs) but I was in, I got back into DC, even though I already read it. I was in it. I was in it. I was in it. And I get to the last issue and it's not on there. Not even there. Why? Like that story is old. They're already on the sequel book. I don't understand what it's like. Hey, now you got to buy the last issue. If you really want to read it. It's just like, that's just playing stuff like that's cheap to me. They did the same thing with white Knight, the curse of the white Knight. I believe the sequel book, like Uh it was there. I yeah, was yeah, reading yeah. it. I had it bookmarked. I yeah. went the next day to finish up. Shit was gone. Couldn't find it, it. It makes me say, like, I would rather pay for uh, Comixology Unlimited. Honestly, well, even there. That's what I, mean, I use. That's what I use more. But it's like, that kind of stuff's cheap to me. Well, Comixology is not really... It's kind of cheap any, anyway, right? It's like six bucks or something. I don't know. Like I said... Well, you, you get it I, Amazon I Prime. The Amazon Prime thing. My bad. <laughs> I got the hookup. <laughs> but then, you know, you also have Hoopla and things like that. It costs what you would pay for Hoopla. a library card. Yeah. <laughs> like a dollar. So, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm excited about it. One thing that really caught my eye and caught a lot of people's eye is 
they had Red X just kind of just hanging out in the background, which is a character that I loved so much from that original Titan show. Um, they kind of te- they kind of hinted at him being Jason Todd, but then they kind of like joked it away that he wasn't Jason Todd. And then his, his story, whoever it was, was very ambiguous. And I liked that, even though it drove me nuts as a kid. I wanted to know who it was. And it's very cool to see him show up finally in the comic books. Yeah, that's a cool character. I assume it's going to be Damian Wayne. Uh, recently, he quit being Robin. And so I imagine that he's going to go off on his own because Red Hood is a character in Future State. They have his picture already and kind of a synopsis for his story. I imagine it's going to be Damian, which I, I don't hate. Um, I wish it would be somebody like Duke Thomas or something because I feel like Duke Thomas, he's a character right now called Signal. Yeah. And it's just lame. <laughs> so I wish that they do he just carries cool. a big radio and like a satellite dish. Well, he's like all these Batman characters all wear all black and everything, but his suit is all yellow. <laughs> it's like the he's bright. just a, he's a target. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Run that way, dude. He's pretty much. <laughs> so that's uh, I'm excited about uh, DC Future State. Let me know what you guys think about it. I mean, are you part of the people that are really really disappointed in it? Or are you excited? I, I'm not reading enough DC title titles right now religiously to care that they're stopping for two months. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. It doesn't affect me like that. So maybe that's why. Uh, one thing that I thought was interesting, I think this might be my last bit of actual news, is that um, Marvel is going to relaunch Iron Fist uh, with the miniseries called Heart of the Dragon. They haven't really had an Iron Fist book by himself in a long time. It's coming out January 2021 with the legendary G.I. Joe writer Larry Hama. Mm. So it should be good. I'm not really a big Iron Fist fan. I did like when he wore it. He's obviously he's going back to the green, giant, yellow collar suit. Oh, the best one. Oh, no, the best one is the black suit. The Ronin suit? No, no, he he has like this black suit. It looks just like he looks like Bruce Lee. It's like a oh. black jumpsuit, pretty much. Ah, oh, man, the green one with the collar. It's... Oh, that's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be even bigger. <laughs> yeah, right. Way up here. He uh, So that's coming out. I thought it was interesting because nowadays when it comes to comic books and things like that, I just automatically assume that they put out comic books as teasers and testers to put out movies. Now. Yeah, it's weird. Um, and it, I say that because this past month, Disney, Marvel, whatever, also just got the movie slash show, show rights back for Iron Fist because, you know, they were all kind of locked down with the Netflix situation. Uh, who owned them before? Uh, well, I think they just had like it. I think it was just locked up because of the Netflix shows. I see. So like uh, they made the Netflix shows and part of the deal was that... <clears throat> For, I think it was two years after the release of the final episode or something like that, they couldn't, Marvel couldn't use it again. So they had to get like a certain amount of life out of those shows, um, which to be honest, nobody was watching Iron Fist. That, <sighs> so bad, dude. So bad. It got, tried. it got a little bit better in season two, but like not nearly enough. Oh man, I tried. I couldn't stand that actor. Yeah. <laughs> it's played not good. Yeah. Blue. Sir Loris. Yeah, that's what was so bad because I liked the chick that played uh, Colleen. Yeah. She was great. 
Uh, Misty Night was great. Honestly, if oh. they had their own show, man, it would be significantly better than like that's what I was interested in. That's the only storyline I was interested in. Yeah, not his. Yeah, uh, both uh, Colleen mm-hmm. and uh, Danny, the actors that played those characters, were both in Game of Thrones. Isn't that interesting? They were. I didn't really like his character in Game of Thrones either. Not because he was gay, but it was because. He was really gay. He didn't really talk. <laughs> he didn't talk at all. He was just right. pretty. And then you come to find out he's not that good of an actor. <laughs> right. So, yeah. That's why I didn't talk. It's like, look pretty, don't talk. <laughs> um, you know what they should have did? Because a lot of people don't like the second season of Luke Cage, which I thought it was okay. Um, I don't think it was as good as the first season. No. Uh, so what they should have did is they should have just made a combo second season, Heroes for Hire, and I feel like if they both would have been good enough to, you know what I mean? Like it could have been a good enough show. Right. No, I agree. The Heroes for Hire would have been cool. Because they could have did like two side stories, but you know, it being like a duo. The Daughters of the Dragon, I think those two characters, they have like this agency called that. Misty Knight and Colleen, I was going to say Wang, but I don't want to be... <laughs> not pc um and then luke cage and and yeah luke cage and danny i mean it's marvel the way they name their characters that's why i said that it's like that's probably pretty close to the truth i thought it was colleen lee but i don't know so that might be even worse colleen (laughs) wang wing (laughs) that's it colleen Colleen wing iron fist yeah (laughs) <laughs> wang that's funny grow up uh, uh, I, love, I love the guy that's on uh our instagram a lot uh iron fister <laughs> yeah that is a guy that's a perfect name too yeah that's a great name i never even thought about that until <laughs> <laughs> i think he has it spelled wrong though because he probably wouldn't let him have it yeah and what you got you got any news not really, man. I'm trying. What'd you get to... this weekend? You came to visit, and yeah. So luckily, uh, l- luckily, I didn't. We didn't let you uh, linger too long because there were some things. Honestly, I wanted you to get that uh, coming rider with the motorcycle because I vicariously wanted it. So it's like I get it yeah. through you, and I get. The I same have to be. I have to be careful of your. Yeah, you like push. <laughs> yeah, I try not to. I try not to, especially with those turtles. And I'm. I'm not gonna cut you off anywhere. But those turtles, those is like. You're like, man. I kind of want them. And usually, be like, oh man, that was kind of a lot. But me, I was just like, get it, do it. Yeah, those are awesome. <laughs> do it. I and I'm seeing them on eBay for, uh, actually less. I think so. Yeah. So we, we came to town this weekend, and we, we went to some vintage comics, uh, or it was a branch of a comic book store. We saw some older toys, which I had a lot of fun checking out those old toys, mm-hmm. uh, some newer toys, lots of statues, and so what'd you pick up? Uh, so I, we went to several stores. The one, that, the only thing that I grabbed at that one, uh, I was trying to stay under <laughs> like $50. I ended up, I spent like 15 bucks on this Green Goblin from... I don't even know what year it is. The The card on the back is um, an Ultimate Spider-Man cover. Yeah, and, it's not Ultimate Spider-Man. It's uh, Well, and I know that it's it's kind of... I remember that run, but I don't yeah, remember who too. the artist was. Um, kind of the more... What I describe as like Jinko <laughs> yeah. illustrated comics. It's more uh, cartoony face. Um, mm-hmm. Jinko, yeah, is, is 
all of his his hat and everything are like way bigger yeah yeah way curly and he had uh, a lot of scales and stuff um and then i went to we went to this other vintage shop and i got an independence day <laughs> trooper uh alien thing yeah um so good. it's like the the full suit with the little alien inside super cool um that was relatively cheap and and it came with a floppy disk so that was cool it did come with the floppy disk um <laughs> and then i got a NECA, uh um michael j fox character uh mcfly from the future from back to the future so <clears throat> i've seen some great picks i've seen some great picks with that randomly even mm-hmm. before you said that i've seen some great picks of that martin mcfly toy yeah i've got some ideas for it and then um I ordered these a couple of weeks ago and they came in. I got these, uh, they're called like movie realization dark troopers. So they look like samurai, but they're dark stormtroopers. Uh, really badass. And uh, I got a Kaoken uh, Goku figure at Target, also cheap. Um, I told you that Target was good, man. But it's an SH figure art. It's crazy. That was the only figure arts that they had there and it was Goku. And then I got the Hawkeye Logan, uh, Old Man Logan, oh, Old man, man Hawkeye. So yeah, it was. It's really cool. Uh, that sculpt is awesome, I think. And then the Power Rangers thing. And then yesterday I got Toxin, and the day before that I got from eBay. I got Juggernaut. <laughs> They're right there. And then you got some. Not this wasn't on the trip, but you also got some uh, Silver Samurai. Yeah, I got. So they were on sale, and I needed some army builders, so I bought a bunch of Silver Samurai. So long so, story short, Simon has a lot of uh, pictures to take. Yeah, I took some today. And uh, uh, I also have a lot of packages to open and uh, my bank account is screaming at me. So, <laughs> <clears throat> But it's all for the, just blame it on the podcast, man. Yeah. That's what it's tax, for. Tax burger. It's because of the podcast, babe. That's why. I wonder if one day we can write it all, write all that stuff off. Be cool. Be cool. Be cool. Uh, hey, we might have to do like a you give it away at some point. I like the sound of that. Um, uh, Humberto Humberto Ramos is the artist from that Green Goblin. Oh, cool! Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean it's cool. I got an I- a new IKEA Delthoff shelf. It looks to great. Put some of my stuff in, uh, so that's cool. And anyway, so yeah. I don't really have anything coming out that I'm really, really uh, amped for other than some stuff that I've kind of pre-ordered like the uh, Moffex Spider-Verse figure. And there are some McFarlane. So I've been putting more into like cheaper figures, cheaper, you know. Yeah, you're finally coming around to Marvel Legends, which I know for a while you were just like, you aren't anti-Marvel Legends, but they just... They have like stock bodies on a lot of... Yeah, the articulation isn't like... um, the articulation isn't like what you can get with the Moffex and things like that. Yeah. Moffex so, and um, figure arts. Right. So I did. Uh, okay. Yeah, totally. I think I even have that Green Goblin comic. I think I have one of these. Um, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm kind of getting into that. And some of the I really like NECA. They make great pictures. So, um, yeah. I really like those Moffics. Like that Spider-Man poster today, man. That was badass. Mm. Like the uh, Night Monkey suit. The oh, that's, that's Mezco, and I'm really into Mezco. Mezco, that's yeah. what I meant. Mezco, yeah, yeah. I really like the Mezco stuff. 
Yeah, me too. I'm 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 down into that too cuz at first I didn't I thought they looked like Ken dolls, you know. I thought they looked like those old NECA figures <laughs> that you know that they basically use for uh robot chicken like those yeah. figures. <laughs> yeah. That's what I yeah. assumed whenever you first told me that I was just like, "Oh yeah, Ooh, man, those are going to look great." Oh, great. Um <laughs> well. Yeah. No, they they they're they're awesome. They um, actually look really really good. Not to mention I saw a casing from, you know, I thought yours was like a special edition uh, case that it came in, but then we, we saw some more this weekend and they all look great like that. So, yeah. Yeah. They look great. Yep. They're pretty cool. So I've just, I, uh, some McFarlane figures is what I was going to say. So mm. I have a few, I really like the, the DC multiverse stuff that he's doing. Um, uh, I just great. don't like that Superman, that armored Superman that they did. But oh, it's no. not because I don't like the toy. It's because I just think that design looks dumb. Like, no, even same. in the comic books, I thought it looked stupid. <laughs> same. But I did, uh, so I also bought a Hellbat Man. It's, it'll be here, or whatever. It's, yeah, it's Hellbat armor? Yeah, yeah. Dude, you, can't, you cannot pass that one up. It looks amazing. I, I saw it at GameStop yesterday when I got Toxin, and I was like, they. I found it on Amazon for cheaper, so I just got it yeah. on Amazon, but I was like... Yeah, it's pretty sick. When I oh, saw I it in real life, you, yeah, I sent yeah. it to you a few weeks ago. I was just like, oh my gosh, man, this. Yeah, is, I mean, that it looked good. Is, is it looks so good? It looked good, but when I actually saw it in person, yeah. like the scale and everything, I was yeah. like, yeah, no, I got to get that. Do you have the Azrael from Curse of the White Knight? Uh, the black, the black armor, or just black, the regular black or blue? I have the well. I have no. I don't have the armored version. I have like the regular stuff. The Azrael one. Yeah, dude. That one looks good too. I don't, yeah. And again, I try not to be like, "Hey, you should buy." You should yeah, buy. That one looks good, man. <laughs> but that one looks good too. And I just, I like that. And it goes back to me just liking the design of the character in that. And then <clears throat> McFarlane, they make pretty good toys, and yeah. so they, so they ends up coming out okay. I don't hey, like yeah. their Batman, the uh, the Batman who laughs. I don't like that one. Well, I don't like that character. So I don't like the character either so maybe that and maybe that's what it is maybe i, maybe I hate <laughs> i just don't like the character so i won't like it yeah but anyway that's all i i have on my new scale those those uh mcfarlane uh uh what dark knights metal stuff they're coming yeah. out uh next month i think and then dead um they have dark knight metals toys that are coming out yeah so that's so the ones I'm getting are the, the Doomsday version of Batman. Oh yeah, those those, those are gonna be great. And then yeah. um, I like the one where he looks like the Punisher. He's got a bunch of guns. Yeah, the Grim Knight or whatever. Yeah, that one looks fucking cool. I can I never like. remember his name. I can't remember. God, the guy with the half orange face. Why can't I never remember his Deathstroke. name? Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Jesus, I I got. They're releasing the Arkham. Uh, the animated Origins. series no oh, the no. arkham Origins. so they've got uh that one coming out in the arkham knight batman so i'm getting those see i like those animated series ones that they came out they came out with like jason todd mm-hmm. um the Ezrael batman armor which is just it looks amazing but yeah. I, I i agree we you talked we talked about it a little bit like the articulation is nothing on those well they're really fragile yeah like honestly i've got a couple and i was afraid i was gonna break them yeah. in fact i did i have batgirl I pulled her hand out so you could put another hand and it snapped Jesus. immediately. 
That like, is real Batman. And I know people hate that 90s as real Batman suit, I but it, it was such a big part of my childhood, man. I yeah. loved it. <laughs> it's it's fun because it's ridiculous. Yeah, like, it's so ridiculous. Um, cut himself up. <laughs> so that's going to do it for our trending topics section of the podcast. As you know, we're going to play some ads. Are you on the hunt for awesome collectibles or custom figures? Well, look no further than SaviorCalCustomsAndCollectibles.com. They have everything from Figma to Gunpla and great custom repaints and sculpts. They sent us a 30-minute mission model kit, and we loved it. Follow XavierCal underscore CC on Instagram or search them on Facebook for the latest sales and pre-order info. That's X-A-V-I-E-R-C-A-L customsandcollectibles.com. All right, guys, welcome back. We are going to go into the comic review section of the podcast. And this uh, today we're going to review probably one of my favorite books. Um, I would say ongoing, but I'm not reading it ongoing. I'm waiting for the trade. But it has been one of my favorite stories I've read in a very long time. It is a book called Once and Future. It is written by uh, best-selling writer Kieran Gillen. She wrote Kieran Gillen wrote another one of my favorite books called The Wicked and Divine. I think when Simon and I move the podcast over to OnlyFans, we're going to review <laughs> volume one of The Wicked and Divine because it has a lot of like sexy moments in it. Um, mm-hmm. It is also illustrated by uh, Russ Manning and Kieran Gillian Gillen write it so I don't know how they split that up but if I was to ever write a comic book it would be me and Simon write it so (laughs) so, just every other word so I get that um and it's illustrated by and I think I've made this claim today on Twitter my favorite current artist there's a lot of great artists out there there's a lot that i love a lot of artists that i love but dan mora has everything i see that he does it just blows me out of the water man yeah and especially this book like if i had to if someone asked me like hey you know send me some stuff that dan mora does and you know i'll be the judge of it i would send this book this book yeah it and so a lot of times we and we'll get into this and when we talk about the art but a lot of times you and i are both agree that the cult, the colorist, really, and I don't have the colorist right here. I should. I need to pay them more respect since I, I love their Tamara Bonvillian. Boom, <laughs> killed it in this book. A lot of times we'll say that the colorist will carry the art, but I feel like this, they just worked together really well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't think it, it carried it. Definitely enhanced it. But I, w- I would say in black and white, it would have had the same kind of gravity. Yeah, the inks are dope. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so when a group, I'm going to give you a synopsis, folks at home. And we're going to, and after the synopsis, then we're going to go into some spoil, spoilery, lee, however you say that word, territory. <laughs> so when a, when a group of national, a group of national, here we go. <laughs> when a group of nationalists use an ancient artifact to bring a villain from Arthurian myth back from the dead to gain power, ex-monster hunter Bridget McGuire escapes her retirement home and pulls her unsuspecting grandson Duncan, who is a museum curator, into a world of magic and mysticism to defeat the legendary threat. That's the synopsis. If you haven't read it, stop, go and read it, and then come back and listen to this episode. If you 
you've read it, then you probably know how good it was. Mm. Uh, Simon, this is partly one thing that I like about doing this podcast with you is because you are a fan of comic books, but in a world where comic, especially so many indie books in are so, so good nowadays, it's kind of overwhelming. Yeah. And it's hard to cre- keep track of everything. And I know for you, it's more of the, it's more of the, not overwhelming, but it's just like, eh, I don't know where to start. Yeah, for recommend sure. Me, recommend me something and I'll read it. And so for me, um, this was something I was like, I've read it. I loved it. I know if you read it, you would enjoy it just because I know you so well. And we're keeping on track with kind of spooky season. It fits spooky. kind of, you know, there's, there's monsters. It's Halloween-ish. You know, there's, it's definitely a lot of that going on. And so I was like, man, I, I really think I would be disappointed in myself if I recommended this to you and you didn't enjoy it. So what are your first thoughts? What a piece of shit. <laughs> you were just like, I didn't even read it. I got yeah. past the first, first issue was terrible and I stopped reading. I said, who made this paint by numbers? <laughs> uh, yeah. When I saw the cover, I was sold. Um, oh, the covers are all so good. When I saw the cover, I said, damn it, Masa. <laughs> and it's not like, and it's not like deceased where the covers are all misleading. No, the covers yeah. are just, they, they're in, they're kind of grab you and bring you into the story. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're, and they kind of have something to do with it, you know, and it's not, like you said, it's not misleading and it's not overdoing it in one way or the yeah, other. Yeah. Sergeant Rock doesn't pop up to, you know, sword fight King Arthur with a shotgun. <laughs> and again, these are spoilers. If you're still here. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, somebody definitely swords fights with a shotgun. Um, yeah, with, I was I'd pulled in. See that. <laughs> I was pulled in really quickly. the The inking is great. Uh, the illustrations are amazing. I love the cross hatching. Uh, really have a use of that. I usually hate. I usually okay. I usually don't hate that. And we can start off talking with art because we usually start off with talking about the story and the characters and things like that. But let's start off talking with art because that is part of. I think more than even the story and the story is good mm-hmm. more than even the story. I love the art. Yeah. The, the way it's illustrated, the environments, the characters, expressions, I mean, pull you in and it can all, it, it's almost one of those books that you could take the words out and you can just about follow the story. Like obviously not the details and everything like that, but you could read the entire thing with no words and be like oh, i kind of see what's going on obviously there'd be some things that you yeah, have no idea. It might be a little confused obviously there'd be you know what i mean but you could still be in, i feel like entertained all the way through yeah there's a bunch of show don't tell me moments if, yeah. if that makes sense so they do a great job of not just over over explaining anything or anything like that and i love that they don't go they don't dig too much into details that aren't necessary like with you know certain areas where uh, well, we can talk about that more when we get to the story, but with certain areas where Bridget's explaining things to her grandson and she's like, yeah, I don't want to deal with that right now. Like oh they just gosh. don't talk about it. So it's yeah. great. Um, but yeah, I loved the art. It reminded me a lot of, um, what is it? Um, the one with the fairy tales. I can't, I'm just so fables? bad at titles. Yeah, it reminded me a little bit of fables. Yeah. Like the It's like a show. sharper, like a sharper fables. Yeah. And because fables to me, is loose eh, man i don't know it's hard to talk about fables with me because it's my all-time favorite comic book yeah uh, but definitely like a sharper 
more action because fables to me is an action even though there is a lot of action this is like a like an action movie almost mm-hmm. yeah it's like crawl <laughs> wow <laughs> deep cut the, the and as we mentioned before the art or the colors are so bright mm-hmm. and they legitimately when they're supposed to be dark like okay so there there's books out there that are just bright all the way through that just the entire thing's bright even doesn't there's no tone real tone to it this book is bright in all the right moments and there's a lot of darkness in this book Mm -hmm. and they really insinuate or really kind of you know highlight that darkness with other tones like the greens and the purples and things like that and they really pop out and make it feel kind of spooky man yeah i don't know how to explain it it's, it's just the coloring is is done very well with especially with the shadowing and the inking like we talked about right they do use a lot of great negative space in here with right. uh, with blacks and things like that and there are certain panels like you said that have no background you know the yeah. what's happening on screen quote unquote for that time is more important than anything in the background so they just yeah. leave it out um, yeah like they'll show king arthur's full body kind of like not even fully assembled yet and that mm-hmm. will be half the page oh man and then they'll just so be cool. like a corner of action yeah whether it just be uh you know bridget and duncan running and it's like it's not a lot it's not split what's okay i think i like it because you and I have talked about this a lot. And here lately, we've been doing a lot of books that aren't traditional superhero books. So mm-hmm. next month, maybe we'll do some traditional superhero books. But it wasn't like brick panels. Right, right. right. You know what I mean? I don't think... I. There obviously probably were. But in my head, I don't see it at all. Like if I'm thinking back on it. Mm-hmm. I just see like full blended together. It was done so well that you don't really notice the breaks. Right. Oh, man. And I love the the look, just speaking about like, like character design, I love the look yeah. of uh, King Arthur, especially when oh he's being gosh. reassembled. Like each panel, more things kind of like heal with him. And it's super- and they didn't forget, I agree, and I don't mean to cut you off, but they didn't, it's not like, you know, sometimes in, in traditional comic books, you'll see in one page, he looks some way. And they're like, oh yeah, I forgot he was reassembled. In this one, it legitimately, you see as time goes on, that he's that he's coming together right but he's never fully healed like he's like a wraith um and he reminded me a lot of the ring wraiths actually like him and his knights uh which i thought was a cool touch from lord of the rings you nerds yep we all know man (laughs) and yeah so let's talk about the story it starts out as again, if you listen to this podcast on the regular, then you know Simon and I like being dropped in a story, right? And this one for me was probably one of the best, the best ways to do it. They drop you in the story, and I mean, second page, it kicks off. Right, second page, you get you get zero backstory, and as you go on, you get the backstory, and even I mean you're collecting backstory up until the sixth issue, you know? And like you mentioned earlier, it's perfectly, it's perfectly done with Bridget because um, these people aren't dumb that are around her. Mm -hmm. Duncan's not dumb. Uh, Rose is love interests kind of. Yeah. Kind of at the beginning, but like not really. And we'll talk about why I love that in a second, but 
these people aren't dumb around her. So they're starting to, as you know, this intense and situations going on, they're starting to pick things up. And she's just like, listen, we could talk about that, which makes sense. We could mm-hmm. talk about that, but we don't have time to talk about that right. right now. Like, let's just do what I say we have to do. Like, I know my whole life is to, to, you know, fix this situation. Like, let's just do what I got to do. And then I will tell you guys later. And then, so you just kind of, that carries off. And at one point, she, at the beginning, when she's holding the gun to him and she's making it, you know, she's making him do his thing. And it basically, she's talking to him and she's talking to the reader because she says, uh, he's uh, he, she's like, hey, I the gun is nothing. It's just making you feel like you don't have control. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you're going to do this anyways. You know, you're going to read this anyways. The gun is just to carry the story. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why did Duncan do it? Because he had a gun to it, you know? So she's talking, I love that. For me, that, that was just like, oh, that's clever. Well, that, yeah, that's super cool. And I love that you kind of, you are starting the story with the grandmother, but you're picking it up as Duncan picks it up. Yeah. So, and she even references that, like, "Hey, you're starting a quest. You're starting an adventure." Right. That's what that this creature is, is. That's the quest. This is it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love that. Um, yeah. And that's why I kind of reference another reason why I reference fables because it kind of there's all this weird kind of mumbo jumbo, and she calls it like ridiculous or like, of course it's nonsense. Like, yeah, it exists, but it's nonsense. You know. Yeah, that's one thing that I love. One of my favorite quotes in the book was like, "He's." screaming because he's figuring this all out and she gives him like five minutes of backstory mm-hmm. maybe she's like hey he they get into this layer she runs away from a retirement home they go into this cache that she has set up and he picks up this giant gun and he's like what's this for and she's like oh that's for killing vampires i used to kill vampires and then i ran out of vampires yeah first cool first cool line i was like that's cool and then uh, as they go on she's he says you told me all of this stuff was nonsense and she was like just because it's true doesn't mean it's not nonsense <laughs> yeah and i was like damn she's she's right man yeah yeah that's yeah, right. great she's such a cool character super cool um, grandma yeah so so as far as characters go what do you think of duncan dunk i'm gonna i'm gonna hear your opinion on duncan i like um I, it's I like how he's morphed to be this character, you know, like yeah. she, she's like, I needed him to be this. So I raised him that way. Um, yeah. It's super interesting. I mean, story-wise, I know we're, we're kind of past that point, but story-wise, how you can make a Galahad, you can make a Lancelot, you know, Oh, we'll talk about, yeah, we'll talk about story like that. Um, but it, as far as the character, I mean, he's likable, but he's definitely kind of a blank slate, which lets you kind of morph into that, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. He's kind of milk toast. <clears throat> mm-hmm. He's uh, he starts out as just a. He seems like he doesn't know what's going on, even though he picks up that giant log at the beginning, and you know before, so the questing monster doesn't bite him. I was just like, that's not a normal thing a normal person would do. And then later on, you find you find out that she's been raising him to be a hero, whether he knows it or not, or whether the reader knows it at all, or you know, yeah reason why they were in the yeah. middle of nowhere in the forest he's like strong legs so because for running out of the uh, running around in the forest not just yeah. playing video games yeah exactly and so that was cool rose i just feel like these characters they he, they did a really good job at having these characters that don't have any emotional gravity to to them mm-hmm. but have a reason to be invested like rose went on a date with him 
he had some backstory. She was smart. She was a, you know, a history director or whatever. And then they gave her the box that basically said, Hey, and I loved at the end of it. The message was like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry you got wrapped into this. Yeah. Yeah. It's just perfect. Antiquities or something. Um, yeah, super uh, interesting. And she became an important character. And she's yeah. like, they're like, normally this person just kind of hangs by the sidelines. That we don't want him to get shot. You're, yeah, you know, because they're the person that gets rid of the police, that yeah. cleans up the mess, that, you know, they're the cleanup crew without being, like even Bridget says, they're the cleanup crew, but they're not the people that get the mops. We have people yeah. that mop stuff up. It sucks. Again, <laughs> it's like a wider world that you're not seeing any part of, but you're not really... Like to me, I want to see it, but at the same time, I don't. I love the mystery of it. Yeah, and I, I like that she explains like uh, how these mystical stories in this book are contained to this island, but not saying that that's not the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. She even says other places have their own problems. I don't know about. I don't want to know about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like my entire life has been here dealing with this. What makes you think I want to go out there and deal with who knows what, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Which is very cool. Uh, one thing about the story, like, we'll, we'll talk about the story. It it blew my mind it, in in terms of, like, so these nationalists, they want to, to bring back the land how it used to be, right? And, and they get this uh, sheath, what do they call it? Scabbard. Uh, scabbard, yeah that has magical properties it can heal any wound and so they find king arthur which everybody has this story of king arthur and how great he is that's one thing that i loved king arthur is supposed to be this hero legendary hero then you kind of man he's kind of like a racist like evil warlord right and they're they're getting this to bring him back well that and that's uh, later on in the story so I love that she's like, yeah, he lost it because his sister like stole it and uh-huh. yeah, and then stabbed him. Even though his sister is supposed to be the evil one in the story, you know, in the traditional story. Yeah, but uh, one thing that I maybe I misread it, but it was kind of confusing. In the same way that they create a Galahad, and there's a Lancelot, um, and what was his? What was Duncan? Percival. Percival, Percival was Duncan, who was he was supposed to be? Right. And it's the same with this Arthur. It's like, well, this Arthur, I believe, is this guy. Uh, uh, like, it's a different King Arthur. It's like, it's King Arthur, but like from a different story. Yeah, I, 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 I get exactly what you're saying. And I like that. Yeah. Because the same thing that they did with Excalibur. Like, yeah. uh, when Arthur is, he's like, I need a better sword. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to kill all these Anglo-Saxons, I need a better sword. And so he goes into this like weird forest with the king of kings land or whatever. And Bridget and Duncan roll up on him and he's pulling the sword out of the stone. And it, this is like the third time he said it. Duncan's like Excalibur. And Bridget's like, shut up. Yeah, it's, it's not, just it's a not sword Excalibur. And a stone. We'll just call he's it like, a sword and a stone. Let's just call it a sword and a stone. That's what you are equating it to. It's just another sword. Yeah. Like, yes, it, it's a magic sword. And yes, it's powerful. But like I've told you numerous times, King Arthur or Arthur doesn't own Excalibur. It's not his sword. It's yeah. the Lady of the Lakes. Yeah, and I love that same thing at the beginning when he's being formed and he's still like a skeleton. He reaches into the stone and pulls out a sword. Yeah. And he's like, the sword and a stone. He's like, no, it was a sword no, and some it's stones. A sword and a, yeah, it's a sword and some stones. 
that's not this it's not what you're thinking i yeah. thought that was great man yeah um, that was great I, I man this guy dan mora he needs to make like a i don't know if there's such a thing or if he's on it he needs to be he-man sorry <laughs> they need to make if there isn't a he-man comic he needs to be on there doing skeletor because he, he's well great. i tweeted out a few days ago i was like can dan mora just i know it's like a like it would be like a sweatshop situation but i was like can he just illustrate every comic book ever yeah <laughs> like yeah, can he just so good man can he just be locked in the dungeon at least all the dc books <laughs> Just do yeah. all the DC books, and I will buy DC books from now on. Yeah, just you can count me in. <laughs> I'll pay his salary. <laughs> right. I I did like it. It kicks up the the action of the story instantly, but it doesn't lose you. You know, like you'll read a story where it's just like it gets really, really action heavy, and you kind of like get lost in it. I mm-hmm. did slightly get lost in it. Uh, I felt way rushed on the maybe issue five with the fisher king yeah oh yeah 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 it was a lot that was a lot it was a lot of twist multiple twists in this issue um because you find out like the fisher king is her husband which is duncan's grandpa Mm -hmm. um he gets shot in the dick by bridget which i thought was great but then you also find out in the same issue that uh, the Fisher King guy was kind of evil. Like he kind of started all of this. Yeah, like they had, st- they were standing against all this corruption, and then he was like, "Well, what if we could do this?" You know, like he became more racist or whatever. Like he, yeah, yeah. Like this. apparently they they got a lid on all the monsters and magic and stuff. They could retire, but he was like, "Our family really has no purpose." Then, mm-hmm. like we need to bring back Britain to the old Britain. And then started pumping their daughter's head up. And then she, obviously, Bridget left. And the daughter runs off to get pregnant by Lancelot, which was a loose thing that they didn't really talk about. Right. I guess it was like someone in his bloodline. Well, and I mean, it could be the same thing. Like a knight, like Lancelot was a knight of the round table and then basically cheated um, with, yeah. uh, oh gosh, what's her name? Maid Marion? No, that's Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah whatever whatever the, whatever yeah. the queen's name is i can't guinevere i believe mm. cheats with guinevere and then yeah. so i think it might have been a same situation who knows and then that's why that's how galahad is born mm-hmm. yeah galahad's cool too man they did a really good job at making him like unlikable out the gate yeah yeah <laughs> yeah he was just a straight up obviously and it goes to show you she raised him in a psychotic situation and he looks like a psychopath yeah um i just felt like that issue was rushed if i had this if i had to do a gripe at all because i feel like I, it's an injustice if i don't have any complaints right because some books i'm so uh, harsh on that issue was rushed because it was like fisher king kills himself uh the gates closed right we just we just have to rush this we have to understand that there's a gate because of the fisher king allows it he's dead but then bridget can it, it, it's just a lot of that and i i did not understand that yeah it was like, like a lot of convenience stuff do you think the I'm... same was the same thing with like the you know lancelot maybe she met a guy that was like it's just a lot of yeah if you believe it enough it's true situation yeah do you think do you think of me as your father and then she shoots herself and that opens the gate again. I didn't yeah. understand that. I got yeah. lost a little there, but I did. Uh, and I, uh, 
the whole sequence where he's running with his like bloody chalice to save her you know she's going to to get the uh the um i don't know what you call it holy grail yeah the holy grail um i'm doing a great job with words today <laughs> no me too i loved i loved his the sequence of him going through it because it's like a checklist he's like don't lay in the bed with the <laughs> that's gonna shoot you in there don't wake up the dragon don't release the chick and it's just it was a fast forward way to get like a full adventure yeah like a you know what are those old books called like uh choose your own adventure choose, choose, yeah choose your own adventure books where you can go and you know go to page 35 if you go this way mm-hmm. it was kind of like that but like you already read all the book. So now you know like, oh, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. So yeah. you kind of got like a fast forward adventure. I thought that was cool. Yeah, don't fall asleep in the room with the shoots of magic arrows. It's like, yeah. I didn't need you to tell me that, but thanks. <laughs> it was kind of hard to believe that like all these other characters in the story have been trained since birth. But Duncan's, there's got to be more to it. Duncan's just, and again, you know, we learned that he was secretly trained. Well, like, yeah, like inadvertently. He's just in it now, you know. Yeah. He's just again, it, it's. He's got to be virginal and and uh, yeah. anyway. And they're like brothers, kind of like half brothers. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Hey, I don't want to shoot you in the back." And then, you know, Galhead's like, "Yeah, you you shouldn't. You can't. You shouldn't use a gun at all if you were, you know, the yeah. perfect knight." Drops a gun, he gets his head cut off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dumb. Uh, uh, but yeah but it, and then he gets back into the real world with the holy grail he gets it and then it just disappears she's gonna die from a gunshot wound but she lives long enough for them to go back to the bath and then th- and then to the castle like it just a lot of stuff was convenient yeah for sure but you know but the art was so good that I yeah i don't care yeah what <laughs> i don't what is this about i don't even care what it's about oh man so you enjoyed it wearing my headphones backwards this whole time it's like damn my ears are hurting so you enjoyed it though i'm glad oh yeah definitely yeah it's a great recommendation i and i i didn't see a cover it until i asked you like the other day i was like what are we reading i can't remember and when i when i followed that link i was like damn i'm almost glad you waited so that way it kind of like because for me uh a lot of times i'll wait till the day of to reread some things or read them for the first time just so I'm like super fresh with it. Mm-hmm. And this today I, I reread it and I was just like, this is the fastest read that I've had yet that we've done. Just because I skimmed and a, a lot of stuff is there's not a lot of dialogue on certain things. Yeah. Uh, and then it, I was just interested. I'm just, you know, rolling through it. I wanted to see what happened next. Well, and as you said, you know, this was supposed to be a limited series and I almost don't want to read anymore like i i like it where it ended um yeah it was supposed to be a six issue series Uh, i don't know if i talked about this on air or was it before we recorded but it was supposed to be a six issue series um and they marketed the hell out of it and so people bought it up like crazy people loved it i mean i i loved it i got all the first six issues um but it did so well before issue six came out that they added the to be continued because there was no to be continued. It just ended with um, they close up the cash. He kills the questing monster, mm-hmm. which is a good ending. Yeah. You know, they could, of course, there could be more. You know, it leaves it loosely open. But the quest that they were on 
was over. Mm-hmm. And he killed, the, he killed the questing monster and it would have been, it's like, it's one of those things that's like, do you do, do you do more of it? You know? Right. <clears throat> like you said, you don't, you almost don't want to read more because it's like, do, do you do more of it? Yeah. Maybe I, six more issues. I started issue seven and it was, it's kind of like a time jump. And I was like, yeah, he's you know a, what? He's, uh, a, he's a hunter in issue seven. Like he's out there doing it and she's, Rose is like M. Rose is like the man in the ear, kind of giving yeah. him the man direction. at the desk. And then they kind of cut Bridget out of it, which is an interesting dynamic, which I, which is, it's got me intrigued. Yeah. But uh, it's like know. Watchmen on HBO. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If I, I need want more. more of it. I want another season, but like, do I? Because it, it could be bad. Like it ended and it was good and I enjoyed it, but it's like, yeah what would you do with it you want to yeah that's what i'm saying it doesn't necessarily mean that it needs more you really need like 10 more minutes of show to find out exactly what happens but other than that it's like yeah that's that would be it (laughs) like after i find out what happens and i'm like i don't care about this show anymore (laughs) so as usual i will let you go first all right so the official Wednesday pull list comic book grading chart based on toast. Uh, my rating, I'm going to say, I'm going to give it an, I feel like I use this rating a lot. Let's say an E5. <laughs> oh, for the first time in history, which we've only been using this for five weeks, I'm going to give it an E5 as well. Yeah. E5 was what I said before you announced it, and I'm going to go with it. <laughs> I'm not going to change it. Right there in the middle. E5. Um, <laughs> That's toast, baby. Yeah, it's that's gonna melt your butter. One hundred, get it if you get it right out the toast. You put some butter on it, and it's gonna be perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna, you know, and I'm not saying there's we don't put numbers on it, so I'm not gonna say ten out of ten or anything like that. It's an E five. Do with that as you will. Maybe you don't like your toast that you know that toasted. Yeah, read so it, read it, and let us you. know what toast level you would give it. You know, yeah. or whatever but it's it's uh it was a great read i really enjoyed it the artwork is phenomenal uh the coloring yeah. is phenomenal the writing is great I have, um, yeah, I have little to no complaints about it yeah like i'm i'm really reaching to to make the complaints that i did uh, i cannot speak for volume two maybe after we both read volume two because i think it's it's at issue two, 12 now so maybe at uh once the trade comes out i'll get it and we'll read it and we'll we'll do a part two to this number two we'll do a number two on this we'll drop a deuce on this on this, <laughs> uh, on this edition of the podcast but other than that we're circling the drain at least for the audio version and time is getting tired to like, hey, I, don't <laughs> think this, I don't think the, i don't think the other version will go very long but thanks for joining us and we will see you guys next week later